0: You're listening to the Sunday Mornings at Bear Creek United Methodist Church podcast. Each week we replay the week's sermon delivered by Pastor Leo Tyler. Bear Creek UMC is located in Houston, Texas. For more information, please visit our website at BearCreekUMC.org. Today, of course, uh, we're going to continue our sermon series, Dr. Jesus, a prescription for healthy living. Going to be a little different today, uh, of course, um, to help us explore what you eat matters, Or uh, is Dr. Dan Cuny. I want you to please welcome him again, if you don't mind. This is... <clears throat> Dr. Dan is my nutritionist. And, and so I thank you again for being our guest today. Please tell us more about who you are and how you
1: became a nutritionist. Sure, um, I grew up in New Jersey and uh, went to follow in my father's footsteps and be in the business world. I went to Rutgers, got a finance degree. And I just felt like there was something more that I was being called to. And uh, my best friend uh, got into chiropractic and I uh, followed him with the, in those footsteps and I went down to Atlanta, became a chiropractor. And as I started serving my patients, what I started seeing is, some of them were getting well and some of them weren't. And we were trying to figure out what was, what was going on there. And what we realized is that we, nutrition was a big aspect of it. First, we saw people in pain. If we removed dairy, they were in less pain. And then we just started teaching them more and more about the foods that God put on the planet. You know, the, the, the vegetables, the fruit, and the, you know, the healthy animal meats. And how people were just transforming their health by making those changes. And over time, I just got into clinical nutrition and started working with labs and working with people with nutritional supplements and everything, and now I teach other doctors what we do. Okay, you you have this uh, process that you call core four to wellness. It's uh, remove
0: barriers, uh, replenish nutrients, uh, restore function, and release emotions. Explain to us that process, the core four to wellness.
1: Sure, well quickly, basically what we realized is when you're trying to achieve health, as was over the last 19 years, I just recognize there are certain things that will interfere in health. If we if we have these barriers, for example, like toxins, or if we're eating food intolerances which increase the inflammation, if we have any you know latent bacteria or viruses or fungus or candida in our systems, it will stop us from really achieving that optimal health. So we realized that that's a very key process. We talked a little bit about the concept of you know toxicity and fasting and Mm -hmm. prayer and fasting it's a very important step and then the second is replenishing nutrients which uh, the young woman was talking about earlier is that you know god gave us all these wonderful foods to eat with all this nutrition in it but unfortunately a lot of the stuff that we use today is devoid of nutrition and actually robs our body of nutrition so we teach people how to get back into the the you know the healthy foods in addition, I'm a chiropractor, so we realize that when there is interference between the brain and the body communication, we do a specific adjustment, I use an instrument, and it allows that life force to go back into those glands and organs to help us heal. And the last but not least, which I added about, um, geez, I guess it's five years ago now, is sometimes we have emotions that are just stuck. Like we have some big emotional event, something that happened to us in childhood or, something, or a loss of a family or someone, and it just holds us back from being healthy again. So we, we go through this process of helping people release those emotions and giving them up to God so that they really can restore their health and live the optimal function and, and be able to do what God has planned for them. I don't know if you guys realize, but a, a, like a
0: year ago, um, when I went for my physical, and I think it was because I, I, I skipped the year whenever we had the, all the Harvey stuff going on, I really skipped a, a year of my physical. So I I let things get out of control that year. And then so the next year I went for my physical, which was a year ago, and my cholesterol was high. And so I usually, you know, and of course, the first thing the doctor wanted to do is put me on medication. But I didn't want I don't I don't want to have uh, any kind of. I guess uh, reliance on it. And and so what I did was I said, I'll I'll do this. I actually went ahead and got the prescription because I, I wanted the doctor to know that, okay, I appreciate you, but I'm gonna try this. Let me just try my own. And so what I did was I changed my diet. I got off of uh, red meat because, uh, well, Lupi and I, when we got married, I was very strict before. I was on a lot of uh, fish and vegetables and like that. And, and I remember Lupi and I, we talked about it. Lupe goes, I can't, I can't live like this, she goes. <laughs> and, so, and so we went from, and, and I, it's very difficult for me to uh, live on moderation because I'm either all in or all out. It's one of those kind of things. It's very difficult for me. Uh, like with Oreos, right? If they're there, I'm going to eat all of them, okay? So that's not to have any of them. Well, for the summer, I mean, when, when it was time for me to take vacation, I mean, I like crawled to vacation. I mean, I did as much as I could, and i like, oh, God, please help me get to vacation. Because even though I was uh, losing weight, and I know I would improved on my cholesterol, I just didn't have the energy. And uh, Tolino, one of our members that told me about you, And so that's whenever I made the appointment with you. Tell them kind of like what you
1: found out whenever we first met. Sure, and I mean, it's very honorable of you just like putting your health out there and you're okay with me sharing that. Oh yeah, they they, they know me, I mean, you know. (laughs) Um, Well, the first thing you said is, you know, you just didn't feel the vitality that you're used to, you know, and so as we get older, a lot of times this happens, right? We start to feel like we're getting old, but is it really that that's the problem or is it a lack of nutrition or, you know, toxicity or something getting in the way? So you had that. We also had the cholesterol. We ran some labs. We took a look at your hormones. The good news was your hormones were looking good. So once we saw the labs that the hormones are looking good, then we knew that it was really coming back to this whole conversation of diet. And so we saw the cholesterol was high. We did a very specific lab that showed that you were starting to lay down some of these dense cholesterols, which is not what we want. So then we said, let's make a change. And
0: so whenever we looked at that, um, I know we talked about prayer uh, last week and how prayer is the most obvious thing that you and I could do as far as including faith in our health. Throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, anytime you look at those scriptures on prayer, many of them had fasting included. And so when we look at fasting, and of course that's kind of like what you did, the first thing you asked me to do or suggest it was a fast. One way to remove the barriers was of course through fast. Often fasting and prayer, you know, they go hand in hand, but it's not always the case. You can pray and not fast, and sometimes you can fast without praying. But when you put the two of those together, the two, I mean, that's like a powerful punch, uh, especially when you're dedicating it uh, to God's glory and, and to what God has called us to do. So tell me, uh, why, why was removing these barriers uh, like toxins and, and, and viruses and bacteria and other food intolerances, why is that so important to our healthy living?
1: Well, the best way I can give that is an analogy. If you have the perfect car outside, it's all tuned up, everything is just working the way you want to, and we go out there and we put a cup of sugar in your car, you won't make it home, okay? So the fuel that we put in our body is extremely important. So the quality fuel is important, but the toxins can also interfere or block. We have something called engines in our cells, they're called mitochondria, and these little engines are fueled by the good foods but then are blocked from doing the process they're supposed to do when we have toxins. We have a breakdown, we have a stop, we have a barrier. So that's why it's so important to cleanse routinely. We call it cleansing. Um, fasting, of course, does not have to be 100% water fast. You know, that's the first thing people hear and they get a little scared. Of course, if God's leading you to that, you know, do it with, you know, doctor, uh, you know, uh, watching it over. But a lot of times you can fast from some of the bad foods. You can fast from the things that are giving you trouble. In your case, we did the 28-day cleanse. Right. And we used, uh, we fasted from grains and sugars and, and dairy products. And um, we, but you still ate, right? You still ate yes. plenty of, you know, healthy meats, vegetables, fruits, and um, we gave you some additional protein powder that, that had some cleansing aspects to it. Okay, so,
0: so how can we, like, I mean, anyone in here, can we assess our, our toxicity? Um,
1: is there a way to do that? Absolutely. You know, the simplest way is we have these toxicity questionnaires that, you know, I, I'll have for the handout when we do the 10 o'clock Um, But the toxicities questionnaires is just a looking over every part of your body and just rating the symptoms from zero to three. So just the severity level. And you take a a self-assessment. I recommend doing this, you know, every year and just take a look and say, where is my health? It's very important. We'll talk more about that. Uh, later, but the, it's very important to say where we are if, when we want to get somewhere. And so just like in a GPS, you can't get somewhere unless it actually knows where you are first. Mm-hmm. So we do that. And then in addition, that's free. It takes you nothing more than 15 minutes of time, but in addition, you can do labs. So there are certain labs where you can do urine labs and urine catches. When I did uh, check on my environmental toxins living here in Houston, you know, it, it was really surprising how many toxins you get lodged into your system. So yeah. there's definitely ways to look at it.
0: Okay. Um, you guys know I'm from Louisiana, and of course, uh, rice has been a part of my, I mean, the staple of, of, of what we eat. Every day that I know that I've been alive, as far as that I can remember, we always had rice. And then Dr. Dan tells me, i well, you didn't take it away from me. I mean, you, you just said it's the best thing if I don't eat Rice in the name of Jesus, help us, you know, because I mean, we ate rice with everything. So please help me know, why did you take rice from my diet?
1: Sure, sure. So you remember you came in, you were concerned about cholesterol and a lot of people have been told, and we can get into the story of why this happened, but a lot of people have been told the cholesterol has to do with saturated fat. So you need to reduce saturated fats, probably why you got off of beef before you saw right, me. right. But it doesn't hold up to research. The research actually shows that it's an overload of carbohydrates. Now carbohydrates are grains and sugars. So the the biggest impact that we can make for cholesterol, the biggest impact that we can do to make sure that we're not one of two, because as the stats say in the United States, one in two people get heart disease, the biggest impact we can do is lowering those carbohydrates. And so we lower those carbohydrates by removing rice, gluten, corn—these things that are actually creating lots of trouble. Now, in your case, what I suspect is true—we didn't run a lab on this—but what I suspect is true because you were eating it so often, it was also causing an inflammatory process, which we call food intolerances. So that's why we removed that from you, and you start. And you saw what did you see after thirty day or twenty-eight day. Climbs? Oh, it was much
0: be- much better. I mean, I, I was having some uh, like headaches and and things like that, and it just wasn't as. Uh... Loopy, no. I mean, it was. I was not as strong and not feeling as 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 energized. And right away, the headaches were gone.
1: Yeah, and I think your energy started to change it. Yes. Too. Yes. Yeah.
0: So I I appreciate you doing that, even though, like I said, it it was very difficult. Um, I I want us to now change the focus to the second uh, core. So Mm -hmm. the second core is to replenish the nutrients feeding the body uh nutritional vitamin complexes as well as minerals micro rna um the supporting cofactors as well the key verse remember the key verse today god gave us uh, the seed bearing plant on the face of the earth uh, the whole earth and every tree that has a fruit with seed in it he says that that God says that's going to be our food, and then in Leviticus and Deuteronomy it adds certain meats that are deemed okay: um, oxen, uh, sheep, goat, deer, uh, others there, uh, wild goats, and things like that. And and it says, I guess, uh, any animal that has a, a cloven hoof and choose to cut. But then it made others that didn't make the list: uh, camels, rabbits, uh, rock badgers, and pigs. Now, for some reason, God seemed to have a restriction on what we should eat. Can you give us more an understanding of why what we eat matters?
1: Sure. I mean, we, we touched on this already, but just think about everything that goes into your mouth is fuel. So it's either going to, you know, toxify us, like make us worse and make us more unhealthy or make us healthy. Um, it's often talked about like plants are either moving towards health or living or they're dying. Right. And that's really what we're doing when we're choosing these foods that we're putting in our mouth. So, you know, interestingly enough, they did some extra research and taking a look at pigs and there's other things that God said after, after the 10 commandments not to eat. And they actually showed that they were very dirty f- foods. Often had like lots of parasites and all different things in them. So it's very interesting that that, you know, even holds up to today's science, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the concept is, is that if it's going to give us fuel and get us stronger and move us forward and keep us sustained, then that's gonna be healthy food. Give us a quick hit like a candy bar. Oh, I got a lot of hand. You ever give a candy bar to a kid? They start running around in mm-hmm. circles and circles mm-hmm. and circles and then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, right? You do that enough times in your life and then you just, whoa, all the time, right? We, yeah. we don't want to um, keep putting these things into our body like sugar that continually uh, you know, knocks it down. We wanna feed it with the food that God put on the planet for us to eat. And, and so what, what should we eat? Well, you know, it, the simplest answer to that question is vegetables, fruit, and meat, you know, but healthy meats. You know, I, I recommend grass-fed meat over grain-fed meat for obvious reasons. That's the way that the, the cows were put here on the planet. You know, we can get into what happens and the omega ratios and all the, you know, less cancer rates and all the things that happen. Uh, fish, you know, all these things are very important. And then when we go to the center of the grocery store, the way I look at it is shop around the outside of the grocery store. You go in the center of the grocery store, you're in processed foods. And we'll go through this in the next hour, but there is a lot of toxins in processed foods, and there's actually nutrients, there's actually anti-nutrients things that rob your nutrition, steal it right out of your body.
0: So help us as as Christians. Why in the world should Christians be healthy?
1: Well, the way that I look at it is, is that, you know, we know, first of all, we just want to be You and I both know and everyone here knows that we're saved completely when we say the salvation prayer it's not a workspace faith right we're not in a place where if we make a mistake and we eat a candy bar that we're going going to hell we all know that hallelujah okay (laughs) but we also also recognize I truly believe and I think you would too is God's put every single one of us on the planet for a reason like there's something that he has the spiritual gift that he's given us. And I'm sure you have access to, you know, how they can, you know, do the questionnaires of mm-hmm. spiritual gifts. And as I started doing those and seeing where God was calling me to, you know, I could see what my calling was more. And I believe that that's true for everybody. But ask yourself this question. If you're healthy, if you're doing well, can you serve the kingdom more in a healthy state? Or if you're unhealthy, is it harder to serve the kingdom? I'm not saying you can't serve. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. saying, is it harder to make a big impact? And that's how I was able to connect Christianity and health. For a long time, I didn't want to like, talk about the two at the same point until I had that aha moment. Yes. And I just realized I can do more for God when I'm healthy.
0: Okay, so, so now I'm, I'm gluten-free, dairy-free. And uh, nightshade-free, right? Uh, nightshades free <laughs> uh, all of these things. now. I, I want to and, and rice free. Okay, so <laughs> I, I just want to know: is is there any? Will that be a time uh, that I could work rice back into my diet, or is it gone forever?
1: It's a good possibility. So here's the here's the. There's two answers to that. So one is we have permission right so we have complete permission to choose what we choose right but the second is is what's going to be ideal for your health so i tell people to test and measure when you take these food intolerances out of your body for 30 days. Then you put it back in, you watch what happens. In your particular case, we would watch the labs as well for the cholesterol. And you know, could you do a little bit of rice from time to time and still be okay? And we also gave you alternatives where we told you about wild rice, which is a little bit more of a grass than a grain. Right, I did
0: try the wild rice. Wild rice, you have to cook it uh, twice as long (laughs) and it makes twice as much, but it worked. And uh, matter of fact, so what I did was I I ate the wild rice with the gumbo at first, and then I, I figured the gumbo but was just good without the rice.
1: Yeah. And it, it, that's the huge thing is a lot of people right now may be feeling, oh my God, I can't do this. Right? But when you take a step forward, you'd be surprised. Like you said, you did the cleanse and then all of a sudden reset and Lupe did the cleanse and she felt really great with it. You know, when you take this, it's really interesting. Some people cannot do, like you would mention the moderation, it's like a real struggle to eat one Oreo was your example a few minutes ago, or or two potato chips, right? It's much easier to just jump into the deep end of the pool and say, okay, I'm just gonna eat this for a little while. Reset your taste buds, reset your body, and then all of a sudden it's a lot easier to make these choices in the future. And if you do step off, you get back on the get right. back on the right. next day, right?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I always tell people. You know, but they look at it and they say, "So, how are you doing?" I'm like ninety-eight percent. I mean, I, I'm pretty good, right, Luffy? About ninety-eight percent. So I stick to this ninety-eight percent of the time. Uh, there's about two percent that again. I, I love my sweets, and so every once in a while, you know, uh, I don't mind. There's a few of you guys that help me with that, uh, and I appreciate that very much. It's it's it's. Um, It's great being healthier, though. I I believe you really saved my life because I think about it. The the congregation and the leaders always talking to me about uh, how much I go. I mean, I I am a recovering workaholic, so that's one of those things of going all the time. But this has helped me, and it's kind of uh, amazing to see that the healthier I've gotten, I've actually been able to not be so much of a workaholic as much. So I don't know, uh, what, how, how that all works except for God is doing a a work of transformation in me. So thank you so very much for that. I appreciate you. you. Everybody, Dr. Dan. Thank you. Thank you. So Dr. Dan will be joining us. He'll, he'll stay for the next, um, um, Hour here. Uh, of course, uh, he'll greet you on your way out, but I, and, and for the Sunday school hour, he will be taking your, your questions and has a presentation if you want to know more. God wants us to be healthy, no doubt about it. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our total salvation health in our spirit, health in our soul, and health in our bodies. But we have to submit ourselves to God. I pray today that you understand that what we eat matters because God wants us to fulfill our purpose here on earth. And if we're not on this earth, we can't do it. If we're not able to move sometime, we can't do it. If there's anything that's hindering us, we can't do it for the fullest of what God has called us. Don't take a guilt trip on this one. Don't take the condemnation because in Christ, there is no condemnation. In Christ, we know that we are loved. What I want us to be is healthier and know that that's what Christ wants for us. If you want that, let us pray today that God gives all of us the strength so that we can become healthier. Father, we thank you so very much. Thank you for touching us. Thank you for speaking through Dr. Dan. Thank you for allowing me to get healthier thank you so very much no one knows what it's like sometime whenever you're struggling and you don't know exactly what to do you said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and so father i pray that you help us to receive the knowledge so and 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 give us uh, that power through your spirit so that we can be healthier If you need help in this area today, I'm just going to ask that you pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, come on, say it with me. Say, Father, thank you for loving me. Help me to become healthier. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've enjoyed this program. For more information and directions to our church, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org or call the church office at 281-463-2330. You can also submit a prayer request by clicking on the contact page of our website.